weapons. They are spiritual weapons. And one of the weapons is the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit. Glory to God. The blood of Jesus is a weapon. The name of Jesus is a weapon. These are all weapons that God has given to us. Prayer is a weapon. Glory to God. And the Bible says they are powerful to pull down, to knock down strongholds of human reasoning. The weapons that you, the enemy uses attack our minds and our thinking. And they include accusations and condemnations and discouragement and despair. He will always, even Jesus, that he, he, he tried to, to let Jesus doubt his identity as the son of God. Of the three temptations, the two were concerning the, Jesus. If you are the son of God, if you are the son of God, the devil always tried to get us to doubt our identity. Because if he can get us to doubt our identity, he's got us. Are you really more than a conqueror? You've fallen again and again. You think God is blind? That's how the devil's voice will accuse you and bring you to a place of condemnation. You can't do this. Remember what your teacher in high school said, that you cannot do math. You can't do math. And then he gives these suggestions. And when, once, if you embrace it, boom, you've got it. That's it. He's got you. He'll bring accusations, you know. Oh, that's sin. That, I saw abortion is really different, you know. God will never forgive, for, forgive you on for that one. He brings accusations and condemnation. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's where the battle is. You can't do this. How can you build that orphanage? Look at your bank accounts. It's miserable. And you want to build an orphanage? He'll bring these suggestions. And if he can get you to believe it, that's it. He's got us. But the Bible doesn't leave us without weapons. Notice what it says here. You see, God wants us to disarm these weapons of the devil with the word of God in our mouth. That's how we disarm the enemy. Because it's a weapon. Notice what it says in Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon, glory to God. That is formed against you shall prosper. Notice what it says, no weapon. What does no weapon mean? It means no weapon. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what the weapon says. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And then it says, every tongue, every word, every stuff that is spoken, which rises against you in judgment, says, what does it say? says you that is you you shall condemn you shall condemn you shall resist the devil and he will flee from you you shall condemn and says this is the heritage of the servants of the lord and their righteousness is from me glory to god you see we have the righteousness of christ and you and i we are the sons and daughters of god we are the servants of the most high god this promise is ours but the devil brings judgment and, and, and with thoughts, negative thoughts. Let me give you a few examples here. I'll give you a practical example. So, you know, we're partnering with Dr. Kazumba for this recording studio and uh, television studio. And, and you, you have an idea that's going to be expensive. But as you get into it, it's like, okay, okay, okay. You know, and, and, and then, you know, and then you go to bed and you're the senior pastor or your pastor or whatever. And you're thinking, oh, wow, where are we going to get the money for this? 
You know, and it, became, it gets a little overwhelming. You, you know what I mean? Your pastor has flesh and blood just like you. Okay? And, and you're, you're wondering. And then the morning I wake up. This was on, I don't know, it was on, I think, Thursday morning. I wake up and the Lord just drops a scripture into my heart. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Ah! I just laid a hold of that. I just laid a hold of that. God shall supply. And as soon as I got that, the Holy Spirit began to bring to my remembrance a whole, his whole track record with this church. When we when moved to Watson Road, when we moved to this place, when we did the renovations in this church, when we hired a children's director just last year, and his track record is amazing. But he gave me a word. So I had to begin to speak that word. Anytime the doubts begin to surface, anytime the tongue rises up against me, what do I say? My God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. It's a weapon. Yesterday in prayer, we looked that scripture up and we were quoting that scripture. We were praying that scripture according to his riches. I'm not looking at the church. I'm not looking at individuals. Yes, God will use people in the church. But I'm looking to the riches of Christ Jesus. My focus is Christ Jesus. Because his riches, glory to God, can take care of any need we have. Not just financial. We're going to need personnel. We're going to need resource personnel to help us put these programs together, to edit these programs. And we got, if we want it well, we need to pay them. We're going to need people on the phones to, to take, you, because when you start broadcasting to so many nations, they will call back. Somebody needs prayer. We're going to need prayer warriors. Yesterday we were praying that God would raise up from our midst intercessors from all the continents of the earth. Why? Because my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So we're not looking just, um, of course we need people to be raised up here who will be on the prayer lines and, and counseling lines. But why not in Africa? Why not in Australia? He will meet all our needs. And that's the way you begin to resist the devil as he tries to bring doubt. Can you really do this? You say, yes, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You see, he'll get you to doubt, but you have to pull back. That's how you grow as a cedar. You resist him and say, no, 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 no. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The devil tells, makes you feel condemned because of something that you've, you've done in the, your past. And he's just replaying it. That tape is replaying, replaying. You get the hold of the scripture. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's how you resist him. He, he's not going to stop the first time. He didn't stop the first time with Jesus. He'll come back in another form. He'll change it a little bit. He'll bring something else to you. And he's, oh, as far as the east is from the west, so does my God remove my sins from me. And he comes back. And he comes back. But you keep going. You keep speaking the word. Declaring the word. Jesus spoke the word three times. This is Jesus, the son of God. The word of God. He was at it. And you have to be at it. Your child is, is, is giving you problems. Keep declaring. 
my child will be mighty in the land. You hear a bad report, my child will be mighty in the land. You hear another bad report, he's the head and not the tail. Because what you're doing is you are declaring the word of God. He's the head and not the tail. He's above and not beneath. I remember, oh boy. One of my kids, I'm not going to say who. That's the safest thing to do. One of my kids was struggling with math. And then my wife, glory to God. It's good to marry a prayer warrior, amen. She came, kept blasting those tongues over her and declaring that you can do this and so on. Do you know there was a switch and suddenly she could do math? I said she. She or he. She or he. I'm in trouble. She or he could do math. I'm going to have it today. Glory to God. I love all my children, especially my daughter. Amen. I don't know if I got out of that one, but praise God. Point I'm making is that you use the scripture to, 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 to resist the devil. And you can have those influences in the devil when the devil comes out at you. But with the word of God, using the word of God. You see, the word of God is a two-edged sword in our mouth. It cuts through all the negativity. The devil talks trash at us. How many of, the, of you, the devil has spoken to you and you felt really good? He talks trash, always bringing you down because his goal is to steal, kill, and destroy. But when he talks trash, speak the word. When he pulls you down, speak the word. Just keep speaking the word. He has to retreat. He has to. Because the Bible says no weapon formed against you will prosper. And every tongue that is, rises up against you in judgment, you shall condemn. That word condemn is the word, is, is, is a, you look at different translations, pretty good. It says refutes. So you shall prove false. You shall silence. So another version says you shall silence. So when you, he speaks the condemnation and the judgment, you speak the word and you prove him wrong. So he says, you can't do this. You don't have the resources. You don't have the people. You don't have the talent. And you say, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches. You prove him wrong. You silence him. But you are the one that has to have the word in your mouth. Are you getting something from this? I'll just end with this. You see, the word is powerful in our mouths. When we have praise as well, with the word, I'm telling you, it's a double whammy for the devil. When you have praise and the word, especially when you have songs that declare the word of God and you sing it in faith, it's a double whammy for the devil. He can't stand it. That's one of the reasons why the devil has tried to steal praise from the church. He can't stand it. Anything God loves, the devil hates. The Bible says the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. He comes to just rest and, and, and dwell in the praises of his people. The Bible says he's enthroned in our worship. He's attracted to those that worship him in spirit and in truth. He's drawn to it. And the, same, the exact, exact opposite happens for the devil. He's not drawn to it. He hates it. Let me just give you some scriptures here. Psalm 8 verse 2 says this. 
Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants. Notice what it says. Out of the mouth of babes, that's babies. A nursing infants. A nursing infant, who is a nursing infant? Somebody that's nursing at the mother's breast. So it's a young child, okay? You have ordained what? Help me out a little bit. You have ordained strength. I want you to take note of that. You have ordained strength. And then it says this, because of your enemies, that you may silence, that's that word again, condemn, refute, silence the enemy and the avenger. Now, this scripture is so powerful. It's telling us that even children, even children can silence the enemy with praise. I'll read it again. Out of the mouth of and nursing infants, you have ordained strength. Now, Jesus quoted this same scripture in the book of Matthew 21, 16. I don't think I have it in my notes, but if you can grab it really fast, that would be great. Matthew 21, 16. When Jesus quoted this scripture, he substituted the word strength for praise. And Jesus did not make a mistake. It says, they asked Jesus, do you hear what these, Jesus, when Jesus went to the temple and he actually rebukes them, you know, for making God's house a, a den of robbers. And the Bible says after he did that, the lame and the blind came and he was healing them. And then they were praising him. And it says, then they asked, they asked Jesus, do you hear what these children are saying? He says, yes. Jesus replied, haven't you ever read the scriptures? For they say, you have taught children and infants to give you praise. He substituted strength for praise. Why? Because there is strength in praise. There is strength in praise. Praise is powerful. It's powerful. So the Bible is telling, if you go back to Psalm 8 verse 2, so out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained praise because of your enemies that you may silence them. So when we praise God, I'm telling you, when you get into that place of praise and worship, where you abandon the people around you, you abandon your, your woes or your, your wherever you are at, you know, and you begin to praise and worship. I'm telling you, the presence of God just comes and the devil has to flee. It has to, because that is what silences the enemy. Let me give you a scripture, a powerful scripture here. The book of um, Chronicles. This is the king of Judah called Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat had a problem. There was a vast army that had gathered three different uh, Nations had come against him. The Ammonites, the Moabites, and the men from Mount Seir had gathered. And the Bible says in the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 20 that they had gathered and they were going to attack him. He was so petrified. But he did the right thing. Even though he was afraid, the Bible says that he called a fast. And everybody, every man, woman, child, you know, he called a fast. And they prayed. And he in particular prayed. You should check out that prayer in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Very powerful prayer. He prayed and was reminding God of covenants. And the Bible says when he, after he prayed, there was a word that came to, I think, some guy called Jehaziel. And basically, this guy prophesied and said, don't worry, don't fret, don't be afraid, don't be discouraged. This battle is the Lord's. It says, you go out there and march against them, but this battle is the Lord's. And as soon as he heard that word from God, the Bible says he went down. This is the king. He went down and he worshipped. He worshipped. And the Bible says another group with the Korahites or, or something like that, they were praising God with loud voices. So there was praise, there was worship, you know. And then the next day, the Bible says this um, in verse 20, 21. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers. So now they're going to march against these folks, right? 
appointed consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. Notice what it says. He appointed singers. It was a deliberate decision. He appointed singers. They were singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. This is what they sang. They were singing scripture. They said, give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. How many of you will agree that that's an easy thing to sing? And it's probably very repetitive. But they were singing scripture. And it said this, give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. Then verse 22. Let's see verse 22. At the very moment they began to sing and give praise. The Lord caused the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir to start fighting among themselves. At the moment they started praising, the word of God was in their mouth. They started declaring the word and praising and God was moved. And he caused the armies of Ammon and Moab to fight, start fighting amongst themselves. The Bible says the, the nation of Ammon and Moab, they, were, they started destroying the men from Mount Seir. And after they had killed all of the men from Mount Seir, they started fighting among themselves. It's an amazing picture of the power of prayer and the power of praise. God wants us to grow like the cedar with praise in our mouths, even when the enemy surrounds us and threatens us. He wants us to learn to praise. Sometimes it's the sacrifice of praise. No fiber of your being wants to do it. But just because God is good, just because of what they were singing, just because you want to give thanks to the Lord, because he is faithful, and because he's loving, and he's always loving, you will still praise him and the tears will be coming down your cheeks, but it's the sacrifice of praise. And church, the devil hates it because God moves on the scene on your behalf. Powerful stuff. So when we submit to the word, when we resist the devil, the promise is that the devil will flee. And that word flee means run away in terror. It means to seek safety elsewhere. Glory to God. When you submit to God's word, when you resist the devil, the devil flees in terror. In terror. I'll go back to Matthew 4.10. It says this. Jesus said to him, the devil, away with you, Satan. This is the last time when he, he was speaking to the devil. The devil was speaking to him. This is the last temptation. And this is what he said. Away with you, Satan. He resisted the devil. He didn't just speak the word. He says, get out of here, Satan. In fact, one version says, get out of here. I think it's a New Living Translation. Get out of here. It says, away with you, Satan. And he brought the word again. For it is written. Notice what it says. You shall worship. He can't stand worship. You shall worship. The Lord your God and him only shall you serve. Him only shall you submit to. Yield to. And what does the Bible say? Then the devil left him. 
That's how we resist the devil. Glory to God. Church, you may not know several scriptures. You may not know several scriptures because of where you're at in your walk with the Lord. It's a process. You get to find the scriptures, find the promises, and now this, through the internet and stuff like that, it's really easy to do that. But you still have the weapon of praise. Now, could you, uh, this is not really planned, but could you just pull up um, every praise to our God? That script, that song we sang. You know, that, just that song, for example, the words of that, it says every praise is to our God. Every word of worship to our God, okay? With one accord. Every praise, every praise is to our God. So you're singing this. You're just magnifying him. If you open your mouth, it's a weapon. It's a weapon. It's powerful because it's truth. Go to the next verse. The next, uh, sing hallelujah to our God. Hallelujah means the Lord's name be praised. Glory, hallelujah, is due our God. Every praise, every praise is to our God. It's a powerful weapon in your mouth. You may not know the scriptures concerning this spiritual weapon, but you have praise. Go to the next, uh, the next. God, my Savior. Yes, go to God, my Savior. Notice what it says. You are now declaring, God, my Savior. You are declaring, God, my healer. God, my deliverer. Yes, he is. Powerful stuff. You're just declaring it. So yeah, the music is nice, you know. Femi's looking cool on the bass. But you're singing these words of powerful praise. And it's a powerful weapon. 